Yeah. Okay. This is one of my more anticipated podcasts. So we're going <laughs> to dive right into it. Zara Mizrahi. Hi. My most, I think it's the most ethnic name of any guest I've had. Well, you killed it. Good Thank job. you. And okay, so stand-up comedian. I don't even. I don't even know how else to label you. We were just. Uh, I've appreciated your stand-up for a while because you. You just. Uh, you get real on stage. You're not like a. You're not like a standard setup punch person. I feel like. Thank you. You've got. You've got good. Uh, you, you've got. So, it's different. Like you've got the 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 voice of. Like a, you have like a dude voice in a girl's body. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I, I used to go out for a lot of voiceover stuff, and I would constantly get sent out, uh, sent out for like twelve-year-old boy parts. Really. And uh, and yeah, I would kill it because I have this like bassy thing going. On. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, and I don't mean it in a way that you <laughs> literally sound like a boy. Oh I just no, feel I get like it. You sound like you were raised by brothers. You have brother voice. You have a bro- <laughs> you, <laughs> you have a your brother voice. Yeah, yeah. Not like black brothers, like <laughs> brother. No, brother. no, I get it. Yeah, um, and I do have an older brother. So I met him. Makes he's, sense. He's, you, you both are beautiful. <laughs> that's that's like, a funny thing for you, you to say because you have like that flowing hair. You have yeah. waterfall We're hair. We're just going <laughs> to... Thank you. This is brother voice and waterfall hair. Um, I'm just going to compliment you the whole episode, if that's okay. <laughs> but no, you, is it just you and your brother? It is, yeah. And then, like, standard, like, family that stayed together happiness? or Not what? even a little bit. Oh, um, no. It was... I mean, yeah, like my parents were married when they had us, but then they divorced when I was seven. And it's like the most unconventional family ever, I think. Um, My dad is a fashion designer, like a clothing manufacturer. And then my mom was a reporter for the National Enquirer. Oh, shit. Yeah. They had real reporters. Yeah, yeah. And like they would actually polygraph a lot of the sources who would give them stuff. But it was my mom's job to write about people like she had to get a job after they divorced. No shit. To like support us. Was she like an alien? Was she a conspiracy? No, that that wasn't the Inquirer as much. But it was a it was a, a magazine that sounded really similar to that. Okay. But they didn't do the alien stuff. So would your mom like she like she could like break stories like the things that aren't like the mainstream media like that's what she was doing? Yeah, she broke she broke a lot of cool stories. I mean, she would take me with her to spy on a lot of people. <laughs> what? Because Are you fucking with No, me? I'm being so I, serious. This is why I love doing this podcast cuz we're what 2 minutes in and I'm learning all the like new things already. I'm being 100% serious. Uh I, she would just take me with her because they would send her out like, okay, these people are getting married at this hotel. You have to go. Like, I we crashed Drew Barrymore and Tom Green's wedding. Are you serious? Yeah, when they were married for like five minutes. Yeah, um, that was a weird one. Yeah, yeah. We and were we were young for that. Super young. Well, I mean, yeah. You were, you were, you're younger than I am, so yeah, you were you must have been. And that's good because you're, that's you're like a decoy for your mom. You're just like some like single mom with her daughter. Exactly. No one suspected. No one suspected, and you're like wiretapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you carrying a bug? Do you just exactly. Wire yourself. And uh, like I'd, she'd be like, go up to that person. Like we'd see a celebrity at a hotel or whatever, and be like, tell him you love your, you love his work and whatever. I would have no idea who this guy was. It was like someone from like Quantum Leap or whatever. Yeah. And I'd just have to go up to him, and be like, I love your work, and you know, we'd be like, oh, okay, and like take a picture. It was horrible. And most celebrities, at at any level, just want validation. Still. Probably. I That's mean, how I go up to comics. I'll if I know like an actual bit they did, I'll like be specific. Because oh, that's who cool. doesn't like to. And not, not to say I don't like I would be like lying out of my ass, but it's like it's a good way to like meet someone and be like, oh my gosh, the thing you did with the, you know. Whatever. I think yeah, appreciation's always appreciated. Yeah. Right. And now, so where are you from? L.A. You're f- you're from L.A. Yeah, I was born in Hollywood. Okay, so that makes sense then that your mom. So your mom's National Enquirer. Your dad's in the fashion world. Which, by the way, I know I've asked you this before, but y- do you do you you have the Mizrahi? fashion connection i don't think so like no no my family says no um my my, an ex of mine worked for mizrahi i don't remember who was his name isaac yeah isaac isaac (laughs) i'm glad i don't know these things so i have a i had a hatred for for just the mizrahi name for a while but you've cleansed because it was attached oh really just because it'd be oh you fucking like that just for no reason well maybe uh she was an evil mizrahi connection and then we're the good ones it could have been yeah, we're the good ones. So we're, we're br- by the way, this lemonade is amazing. It looks like water, though. Yeah, it does. Does it's, it have a taste to it? It does. You want to try it? No. It's um. So we're at Beach Nation. This is um. 
a long time hot spot in West Hollywood that we like to come to. So if anyone is on the West Coast, you got to come to Beach Nation. You brought your dog, uh, Sherlock. Yeah, good memory. Thank you. Um, yeah, Sherlock's just chilling here on my. Sherlock's chilling. You can bring dogs to. You can bring dogs to Beach Nation, but not the sand pit. Because oh, okay. they will pee in it, so they don't want dogs oh. in there. So it's always good to know. So the basis of this podcast, what we do is we grill uh, the guests about their sex life. Um, oh, shit. About grill? Their, you well, didn't use that word when you <laughs> asked me to do it. We don't have to grill. We can just lightly souffle. Uh, basically, uh, like, like let's, talk, let's talk dating. All right. Are you single right now? No. So, so you're seeing somebody? Yeah. I always wonder if I, I... I kind of wish I had an experience dating a comedian. <sighs> I just mean... Just to, like, see... Like I, I have I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Like on, on one hand, it's really good to be with someone who understands what you're going through. Like, okay, look, I have to mic tonight. I hope that's okay. And they're like, oh, for sure. But then on the other hand, it's kind of nice to have like someone who's apart from it so that you can kind of escape to that person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've had both. Yeah. Like with my situation, she's, I mean, we're two and a half years in and it's still hard for me to be like, I'm going to be at mics and shows all night. But she's an art, like she's a creative. Yeah. But she, yeah, she'll work like, you know, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Like the jobs are really short usually. Uh-huh. So it's well, very. Well, so are comics pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But like, you know, like if I'm going to be like tonight, it's like, I was like, I'm going to be busy from, you know, 2 p.m. to, I don't know, like as late as I can go without getting you know annoyed with the whole thing and coming home so it sometimes you know like i'd find myself just doing like a 6 p.m mic and then coming home before sunset and i'm like what the fuck am i doing like nothing's funny at that time <laughs> i'm working on jokes like I'm, I'm testing all my jokes at an hour that is not funny just to be home in time to watch quantico with you know what i mean and i'm like so now i'm finally starting to like transition my nights into work and because now that I have more time free, like we went to the gym this morning. Well, see, that's cool. Yeah, like well, you find the common ground during the day. Yeah. Like we like it's it's great that she doesn't have a nine to five and I, you know what I mean? Like, but it would be kind of nice if she was, say, a waitress who worked at night. Yeah. Then we could but then you don't, but you don't really, or do you have a day job? Not really. Okay. So like you have almost the whole day free and she can, and she comes to you to, uh, with you to shows and stuff. I've seen her. Yeah. Sometimes. I love her by the way. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to say that right I, here. I hate it when my podcast begins with me talking shit because that's <laughs> not the case in t- some, some episodes I do and, and get, and people will comment like, why don't you just dump this shit? Cause like, no, 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 we love each other. I just only talk, I only complain because who wants to hear happy things? You know, I don't think I've ever well. heard you complain about her. Oh, I do on stage though. Yeah. Yeah. But That's like, like my whole act is res- like kind of resolved around like my dating. Yeah, life. but I kind of don't. Even though I I like try to keep my comedy true, that's obviously not all there is. You wouldn't be with her for two and a half years if you didn't love her. Oh, of course. Yeah. Now you got yeah yeah she's yeah she comes to like you've, you've seen her at some mics where it's just like she's I mean she'll literally fall asleep in the back. She, <laughs> she, she really doesn't come much anymore. But you know sometimes and the thing with LA is it's so it takes so long to get places. So like we might do um, I'll be like hey come to my mic on in Santa Monica and then we'll go out to dinner after. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of clump things together. Do you do that with your relationship? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you just kind of clump together. But that's not bad. Like blending things. No, no, no. It's fine. It's really fun. I've gone to so many of her castings and it's ridiculous. It's kind of a sad thing when you think about it. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll be like sitting outside of her casting. Just, you know, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah, cool. I'll come to, you know, it's like an hour drive. I'll just go and then I can write when you're doing your thing. I have no problem with that. I almost prefer writing in the car as opposed, I can't be at home and write. Oh yeah. It's hard for me to write at home. Do you too. have a place that you like to be to like be creative? It depends on my mood, but like at home it's hard. The TV is right there. Yeah. Like how am I TV's not going to turn the it on? There. The dog. The dog. Yeah, there's just always something that needs to be done. Yeah, I yeah. want to be at a place where I can't relax. So that's the whole <laughs> point. <laughs> so for me, that's like I'll sit in the car and put some tunes on and try to not stare at my Facebook the whole time, which half the time happens. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm writing. No, I'm reading other comics like success stories. At her like at her castings, do they ever think that you're there for it too? They must. No. no. What? You kidding me? No, 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 no. With that hair? No, 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 no. Those eyes? No, no, no. Though I appreciate, no, no, they are in a different world than me, and and uh, you're so modelly. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Thank you. I'm not gonna hate on myself, but uh, that's not my world, and I, I can't stand that world. I cannot stand. But I, but what I will do is sit in the car in the parking lot and watch models walk in and out, which sounds kind of creepy. But there, there are so many beautiful people that's their only job is to be good looking, Mm -hmm. and none of them are gonna get the job. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, 
they'll all there'll be a hundred of them will walk in and one of them is getting the job. You know what kind of rejection that is? And that's from like the that's from like the hand selected best looking people in the country. Yeah. What is that? I mean I do it for commercials all the time. Oh you do a commercial castings? Yeah, all the time. I uh it's so funny, um you, you learn a lot about yourself in a commercial casting. Last week, I got an audition for a 1970s mechanic. <laughs> oh, my God. And if, if you're listening and don't know what I look like, go that to my Instagram. That is fantastic. I look like, a, and, I, and I didn't get the part. <laughs> I was like, come on, if I'm not 1970s mechanic, I don't know what I am. I don't know. I got auditioned for, like, Vietnam hippie. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm a, oh, that's for what sure. I, yeah, of course. Throw some tie dye on you. I did. I was like, no, I was like a denim style hippie. Okay. Like I was like a lot of denim in the early seventies. And oh, that's so like good. Like a guy who was in it, that was for, um, that was for a new show. I'm not going to say a name, but it's on one of the major, it's on Amazon. Okay. So and then they're making good stuff now, you know, like yeah. they're, they're making, you know, like, um, that trans, transparent. Uh, transparent, right. Those are like good. Anyway. So I auditioned for this guest star to reoccur, which for those listening, that's like, the best you can do if you're not uh, anybody you know what i mean like just a role that they work you in and um you know six pages of auditions and it's long haired like charming but darker pst uh, post-traumatic stress thing all the and i'm like oh my gosh this is amazing got a call back did that whole thing chemistry read with the actor never heard back uh, how sad is that that's heartbreaking heartbreaking but you know what um because i've been i've been in that situation a lot where you know first callback second callback you're on a veil and then like you don't and then you don't get it but it would act and it seems heartbreaking just because you know that you didn't get it but the truth is it's way more it would be way more concerning if you didn't get called back at all right oh no 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 i you know totally what I mean? was like all right they liked me enough i was bookable and then it came That's down to awesome. whatever it came down to. It's something physical, probably. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like your voice. What, like you were talking about my voice. I, I got the, this note more than once that my voice doesn't match what I look I like. I love your voice. <laughs> Thanks. I, I fucking, you have a very unique thing, which can be a problem because a lot of the roles you go after it, when you're kind of like not established in the industry are basic roles. Like you're not going to be someone they cast as a waitress because right. you're like a you're like the best you know what I mean you're a bigger than that so oh, it's, I feel you. like no, no no but it's like hard to break in unless you're like doing the character like bland like they want bland people to play the co-stars that are like the waiter or the DJ or whatever yeah that's true know. so but have you had any like um, like what are you going going out for like what do you want to do um, I mean I, I go out for commercials all the time um, I mean I was in a McDonald's commercial oh really yeah yeah this is hilarious what were you I'm peddling a, I'm the a old vegan <laughs> really yeah did you have to eat it yep and were you okay with they that? They were like, do you eat meat? I was like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Did you have a yeah. spit bucket? Yep. But the spit bucket's there. That's that's a good thing, even yeah. if you enjoy the food. No, true. So many takes. True, but I did have to have the ice cream, but it, I was like, oh, fuck wow. it. You know, it was one of those things. Yeah. No, but it was really fun, actually. I would I would eat probably a lot worse than that for a commercial paycheck. <laughs> I would, my morals can be negotiated on a lot of levels. You have like fear factor morals? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And even you. worse, like like my family's arch, you know what I mean? Like I would eat the food that, you know, they are serving that, uh, whatever the point is. Food with like your mom's tears in it? Yeah. Is you that can, what you mean? I, I'm, I can be bought is the point for those listening. Um, but no, okay. So, okay. So let's, let's, uh, let's go back. Oh, and by the way, I've got someone who wrote in, so I got this dude who listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy. Uh, I don't want to give too many details because I don't want to give away his identity. He has a girl that he's friends with, and he wrote her one of those letters. Do you know what I'm talking about? To, like, take it to the next level. Okay. And hasn't got a response that he wants. I wanted to read the letter to you and get your advice. All right. Do you want to do that? Yeah. I haven't read this letter at all. Oh, okay. And I hope I don't, I, I might have to bleep some names out. Um, so I'm going to, let me just pull it up here. Have you ever had that happen to you where you've had yeah. like a dude? Because I can see you being friends with a lot of guys and then them getting the wrong idea. That's Is funny. That I, w- I was just in a sketch about that. I just put it on my Facebook like two days ago. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should watch it. Oh, with Jordan Lear? Yeah. Oh, he's been a and, guest a few times. And, uh, oh, cool. I didn't watch it, but and I saw. Stephen Haas. It's exactly about that. They're just it's just like no they're just you know like jordan plays my boyfriend he's like you know all your friends are guys "Ah, they're just friends and then they like send me dick pics i'm like oh that's just (laughs) they want notes like it's not yeah that's right i I mean guys like that's that's really that's kind of how we are like you can say you're friends with somebody but it's a real sad thing if if you want more and the and the girl doesn't you know the girl actually thinks you're just friends oh yeah yeah it's for sure heartbreaking but i think there i think there are ways to tell um and we could talk about that after um, after i read it you want me to read it 
Okay, blah, 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 change the name. Um, he wants me to call her... <laughs> this is so gay. He wants me to call her by a Disney character. Okay, we're not going to call right, her okay, that. Okay, no, we're not going <laughs> to. Let's call She's Bridget. Let's call her Bridget. <laughs> That's even worse. Uh, he said this email's heavy, but he holds it close to his heart, and this girl's awesome. All right, let's just read the email. All right. Um, okay, I, I'm like nervous I feel like him. I should read this. Do you want to read it? Okay. I feel like I should do it because then I can stop okay, in the tracks. Okay, just don't say her name I'm not going to say any names. Okay, here, here it goes right here. You okay. read it to me. You want it to be Bridget? We'll make a Bridget. Sure. <laughs> and again, this email was written to kind of I think flip a girl out of the friend zone. At least at least to show her that he values her more. Okay. Dear Jennifer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> One of the I feel okay, now I'm getting nervous because right? I feel bad. Yeah. Okay. No, but it, we're gonna we're gonna critique it. This and is straight no, he sent this to you. It's not like we're invading his privacy. Of course. He sent it to me asking for advice. Okay. One of the best days that I will put in my memory bank about us. Period. That's a fragment, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> First problem. <laughs> I loved hanging on the beach and just talking with you about everything yesterday. You're a person I truly love being around. The family part was really fun. Everything was asking about you. Oh, everyone, my bad, was asking. <laughs> everything was asking, guys. I was present at the party, but I was just thinking about the day we had on the beach. Great day. Okay, so I'm going to pause right here. Like, as genuine as he's being, which is always nice when a guy is being honest, it, this is already, like, so much pressure on the girl. Yeah. Because when a guy has like way too many hopes and then they're like, we did all this, but don't you? Then she all of a sudden feels like she's kind of in a trap. So he's almost guilting her with some of their experiences. That's how I would take it. Okay. Um, because like sometimes I just want to like hang out with someone without, without, I mean, I don't know how. Okay. And here's the flip side. Like, I don't know how honest this girl was being about her feelings. Maybe she was leading them on. I don't know. Yeah. In which case that's not cool either. But if she's like, oh, we're just friends. And then, you know, they have a great day. And he's like, but, yo, you know, yeah. what's going on? It kind of depends how she And I feel like leading on, it's it sounds worse than it is. I think a lot of times you might just have a really good conversation. Maybe you're just, like, really feeling each other on a per, on a bond that's not, like, a sexual thing. And the guys, like, we just, we're guilty of that. We didn't, my girlfriend and I had such a bond that I, th- I was like, no, there has to be more than this. And for, like, she, I don't, I really don't think she saw it as that for a while. Oh, really? I don't think so. And then she changed her mind or well, what? we were just, like, friends. And I was like, I'm not going to be the guy who goes on hikes with you. And, like, we had some, like, real connecting things. I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy that's, like, what you need while you wait for Mr. Right. So how did you change it? I told her I couldn't be friends with her anymore. Okay. I totally just, I literally to- took myself out of the friend zone. Okay. Well, and I that's tried to kiss like her a few great times. We, had, we, she, we, she let me connect like once or twice on a kiss and then like pushed me away. So I was like, all right, she doesn't, I'm not repulsive to her. Right. But she's, but I am enough, like she's getting enough out of my friendship to not, to, to not pursue the fear of losing the friendship to see what else is out there. Yeah. So. That's really interesting because you established strength. Yeah, and it was, I mean, I'd never, like, we we had been friends, and, and don't get me wrong, while we were friends, I was, like, seeing other people, mm-hmm. so I wasn't really talking to her about that, but it wasn't right. her business, and I was, but I was also, like, shit, it came to the point where I was, like, ah, fuck, and, you know, I, people that listen to this podcast might have heard this story a million times, but I was just, like, oh, boy, like, I don't need to be, um, do you need the code again, my finger, I don't need to be, like, the dude who stays friends with her while someone else gets, you know. I totally get it, and then she might have come back and been, like, all right, uh, I get it. Well, like, what would you have done if she was like, okay, well, um, sorry, I would love to be friends whenever you're, would you have still been her friend? The, or truth, would you? the truth is, is you really have to believe that enough is enough. And I, and in the past, I've tried to like put my foot down and I didn't believe it. And I, I was like, I, you know, but in this case, I was like, I, I really have to spend less time with you. Like, so I, it's I like I buying really a car when you're like, nope, this is the this is the highest I'm gonna to, go, yeah, and then you walking, walk away. Yeah, and I it was before a show. It was before a show, and I, I I went to my show. I was like, you know, it was a real. We had a good, it was the first time she got, like got real with me. Like we were able to get deep in other ways, but never about our relationship. And I've realized, and that's kind of like a recurring thing that it's tough to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so several weeks went by, and we kind of and I kind of just chilled out with her, and then um and then and I had to go to the East Coast, and I, you know, like as I've said before. I went to the East Coast for a few weeks. I didn't really talk to her too much. Talked to her a little bit, but not too much. And then I get back, turn my phone off airplane mode, and she's like, hey, I'm at the airport. Let's go get some food. I think we, like, dated since then. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, like, she'll, like, you know, I, we then we, you know, food turned into wine, and we hung out, and but, you know, 
but it, food turned into blowjobs. <laughs> not enough. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was interesting. It was just interesting, but I really believe like I had to not let some other guy, you know, take her out while I was just being the supportive friend. I think that's a g- really good move. On the you girls, have to be willing. You have to be. You, but yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. You have to be willing to lose the friendship. Yeah, that's the dangerous part. Right. It, it, I mean, it but probably will not end well. Okay, but what if? <laughs> but what if? Would you really risk the chance of a co- a great friendship with somebody? Like, if she's let's say she's not into it romantically, and then you have to get over your romantic feelings, would you be willing to do that and then still be her friend or somebody's um, friend? You could be her friend, but it would be it would be after all the dust is settled right you've moved on sexually with other people and like that whole oxytocin bond has to be like gone i get it and then in which case why do you want to be their friend again i don't know because if you have a great (laughs) connection with somebody i don't know know i I just i'm not friends with exes like that like i'm just not really okay oh thanks so much thanks guy um yeah i'm just not oh you need okay so okay yeah it's not and then that's maybe that's a guy thing or maybe that's i don't know like but i i have a history of being friends with my exes and I and I think that guys and girls can be friends. Like I'm not one of those people who doesn't believe that it can't exist. I think it can happen. Thank you so much. But I also believe that it the it's um it's the guy that ha- like it's usually whether or not the guy is cool enough to just want to be friends still. Because I feel like the girls can get to that friend place easier. Definitely. Because there's I mean maybe it's a supply and demand thing. Is my mic? Is this the mic cord? Do you, do you keep hearing that? I can that? hear you. Okay. F- okay. Um, so anyway, let's read the rest of his. Okay. And I'm just going to also say real quick that it, that for girls, that's a really hard place to be in when you meet a guy that you get along great with because at what, and let's say you're either not interested or you're seeing someone else or you just don't want to date him, but, and you guys just met and you have like a great thing going on. It's really hard as a girl to, to, to figure out when you bring that up. Because, like, I've had to be like, oh, by the way, I'm seeing somebody with guys. And they'll be like, whoa, calm down. I just wanted to be friends. And then if you wait t- too long, they're like, oh, you let me on, you know? Yeah. And it's that's a really to, It's bad safe to tell a guy, even if he's like, hey, calm down. I don't give a shit. Chances are he's going to be like, oh, man. Right. I mean, it's like I'm not saying it because I didn't feel like there was a reason to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you felt there were vibes. And also, like, sometimes if you start seeing someone... Like, like you, you might have to like chill out with even friendships to an extent. You might have like a deep friend. Like, I don't know how it is. Would that happen to you? Like you start seeing a guy and then maybe like another dude who was a best friend. Maybe he just kind of disappears a little bit. Yeah, definitely happened. Tasha's so many of Tasha's guy friends have like disappeared. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. A lot of them were kind of into her more than friends. Right. It makes sense. They, right. And I, I joke around with her. I'm like, your friends, like those dudes wanted to fuck. Like, right. They wanted you. She's like, no. I'm like, who are, where did they go? She's like, they, I don't have no idea. They're, they're <laughs> literally gone. It's like uh, something about Mary, you know, like they just disappear. So this yeah. guy, I mean, it's already, by the way, this guy, it's, uh, it's already. Um, He's putting a lot on her already. And he's a and he's a good guy. He's a good looking guy too. Mm-hmm. Good looking guy, nice guy, but you know, you can't change somebody's mind. Like and it, right, you can't make anybody feel anything and uh I mean, I I need to know more about their history, but I wonder what would have happened if you just made a move on the beach. You know what I mean? Keep reading. When they were together? <laughs> oh, okay. Out. All right. Um Okay, I'm going to remember that day for a while. <laughs> Not forever. Okay, a while. <laughs> 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 for the for the sea for the sea of your future, uh, and use it for positive motivation in the next couple days. See, this is all like I even I, I'm. I mean, can I be mean? I don't know. You can. I don't want to be an asshole, but like, be honest. I'm losing my boner a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's gonna be the title of the episode. <laughs> losing my boner. Losing by my, Zara. Yeah, <laughs> my lady boner. My lady boner's gone. You're a really good person in my life. Thank you for opening up to me on the beach. I will never tell anyone. Oh, jeez. Okay, those are the moments that I like the most. You trust... Oh, these are... Yeah, this is all... I think I think if you did what you did, it was like, look, clearly we have a connection. I had a great time with you. Uh, I, I need to know... I need to know if I'm being crazy for feeling this way, basically. You Th- know what yeah, I mean? That sounds too easy, but... Uh Brevity is a virtue. Yeah, and like then she'll be like, "Oh, he's strong, and he knows what he wants." Like that's what's <laughs> gonna go on in our head. You know what I mean? I mean but have you had a guy? Right, let, okay, let's fi- let's finish this because uh, right. I feel like he's gonna say more or less the same thing. Okay, but I, I know it's coming around to the end. 
<laughs> you trust me a little bit more and more, and that's growing on me. That's something that I am forever, gr- forever grateful for. If I get too sappy, but he wrote shappy. If he gets too shappy, let me know. You must, <laughs> you must have a really good poker face when you talked with the psychic women. I was curious if I came up in the discussion. I wonder if um, his his lack of grammar has anything to do with her not liking him. <laughs> there were lots of um, uh, blanks and blanks. Those are names. But like I said on the beach, if it's meant to be, I will play out in life spontaneous. I don't know what he's trying to say. So it sounds like, it sounds like he does have some sort of hope with her like she's seen hope I, that this the hope is a polite word for what he has what do you mean well because it sounds like she she's having reservations about him like maybe he's a player or something what it i mean like maybe no it sounded like he's saying that there are a lot of guys in her life oh and he's like and he's like you know where do i fit in there basically oh that's what it sounds like to me so okay so i was hoping the email would go better but it's a little um it's it's a little vague to i guess to really know what's going on here but i guess the purpose and you know for my buddy listening i i think the purpose when you have to write an email like this is that you have to like sort of write the email and 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 walk away and like you know they say if you love something let it go whatever and how gay that is but it's like true like you let it go you're being really nice dave you think it's you think it's dog shit i don't think it's dog shit but i think that this this I think there's a way to be honest uh, without without doing this. I think that this and unfortunate and it sucks that girls don't respond to this. I wish we did. Yeah. I do. Like yeah. I Honesty wish. Honesty and sort and of like you know pouring your heart out that kind of thing. Like I really wish. Now to to be fair, like that I was I was in an iffy situation uh, with my guy. Your, cu- in, your current yeah, guy. Yeah, in okay. the beginning, he was and at one point he was like, "Look, I." I just love you and I need to know. Wow. Yeah. And so, and, and then I was like, all right, you know what okay, I mean? Explain iffy then. Let, like, cause that's because I like wasn't sure and I was being kind of wish-washy. Had, did, you, had, did you already sort of explore things yeah. past the friend? Were you friends beforehand or just like acquaintances? Yeah, we Fri- were friends. You mm-hmm. were like, good. So you were worried about... And then cr- we were like kind of hooking up and then like you know we clearly had feelings for each other but then it, but then i d- was scared to move forward you know what though what that is what a lot of guys need a lot of guys need to be to meet a girl who and you know my friend we have a listener in florida who she's always asking for like some advice cuz like dudes seem to be like and they're florida guys like what do you want you know but they seem to be like dudes that she's like i don't know things were going well then all of a sudden he like bounced and it's like i think girls need to question the guy and let the guy show up to be like, I love you or I'm 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 so curious about pursuing this. Yeah. And and I can't tell you how many times I've been with girls where I'm like, I'm not curious. Right. I've seen enough. Right. And and I'm sure they felt the same to me. Like Yeah, and I've ended things with guys because and, and when it was like going great as like, you know, an in between thing went because I was just like, This dude's not stepping up. He's not like How does a guy step up? So th- I'm sure there are guys listening that are like, Hey, I'm hooking up with a girl, like I wanna step up. Like what Right. I mean, assuming that everything's there for like all the signs are there for like she's into you and you guys sure. are doing great, like assuming all that's in place. I don't know. Hey, come to this thing with me um, this weekend. So public uh, public displays of I mean, a girlfriend. Like <laughs> public displays of interest? Bringing someone out that's not like... Well, yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't need to be, like, you know, with your family or your friends or whatever, but just be like, hey, let's do this thing. Yeah. Or, or like, uh, if it's been, a, a, you know, a little while, like, hey, uh, I am into you. So, and, and, you know, like in the, um, in our world with comics, it's very different than, you know, so many people work like a standard nine to five. And it's like, I, I I don't know how to relate like what we do to other people, but I mean, was, were you guys a situation where like, you didn't want anyone to know about it because you, you know, so I mean, cause I can totally see how that works where like, you know, you're kind of dating within your own industry. So it's kind of quiet. And then are you like, Hey, I'm not like a fuck you know, like, oh, like for I, sure, and especially as a girl, it's really weird because, 
girls are, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not about to go on like a whole women have it bad thing because I really don't think we do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, but I know that there's a lot of judgment that happens when a female dates a male especially you know in this industry yeah oh yeah Uh, or and then uh, as opposed to the other way around i know it's like a very different thing so like we always want to back off and so was that were you basically saying take me out in public make me like like no no the the one that that other guy is someone different Um, okay i that i you know i got out of it because i was just like oh so you so you kind of said like like you kind of stated what you needed and he didn't rise it was just sort of like I kind of like hinted. I was sort of like, I mean, this was a while ago too, but I was sort of like, hey, um, we should do this thing. Or, oh, yeah. To-. And then he never really followed up. And I'm sure he was like super into me. But he was just not one of those like go for it people. You know, sometimes though, like, you know, you have to see what takes root. Right. Like, there might be three little, like, vines that are going to grow, but, like, one of those is going to suck the life out of the other ones and take root and become what it's going to become. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and sometimes it's for no other reason than that's what got the most nutrition. And, well, you know what I mean? Like, I've been, I've had those choices where I'm seeing different girls and I'm like, you, you, would, you would both be, like, really good on paper. But, like, I don't know why one worked. Maybe, like, literally one girl was free on the day that we, then we had an awesome day together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is what I like. And yeah. Because I, I, I don't I don't know if I... Do you believe in, like, soulmates? And I don't know. You mean, like, one person? Yeah. No. Because I, I, I believe... I, I, I believe in, like... I think there can be multiple. Because in the past, I've been with... I've been with um with the girls that I thought, like, wow, this is, this is it. And then I realized... I think they helped get me to, like, my next level of... I say, like, enlightenment, but I know that sounds super, like, new-agey. But I feel like we kind of... Relationships with our family, with friends, with our significant others help us learn more about ourselves. Yeah. Some of the best ones, you expose a lot of shit in each other. Oh, yeah. And then you and then you either grow together or you kind of move on, I guess. No, I think that's... and. I think that's amazing. I mean, look, like, I've had people... I've had relationships where I was like, this guy is my soulmate for this amount of time. <laughs> yeah, and I believe that. Like, I really do. I'm like, this person is perfect for me. This is exactly what I need. This is helping me grow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then eventually, you... I mean, change is the most consistent thing in the world. How yeah. can you... How, how can you expect one thing? I mean, that's, like, so much pressure. And it's like the whole idea, like, still water just creates like disease and murkiness oh like my you god need to totally moving and that's like your body and your your soul have to be like challenging itself absolutely my, my question with that is like you know is my relationship a static collision where we just kind of like hit into each other and then like continue on and that's what i would like it to be where like parallel growth you meet you know yeah and and i think that's probably what most people hope for right but unfortunately it's not very it's common lightning in a bottle oh yeah i mean you got to be right place right time because i've been with the girls i'm like oh, this is great and then i can like see it in their eyes that like this okay so this chick who ghosted on me in new york um i got over it qu- sort of quickly but it came out of nowhere and uh, and it sounds all the prerequisites for me to like her were there like she was she was gorgeous she was really smart had a good job and like we had really good like sexual chemistry and for whatever reason she just like couldn't she like we just she just ghosted she just disappeared and i didn't hear back from her for weeks i didn't you know send her a text nothing that's not you know, cool not cool at all and I'm, i don't hate her for it um sent her an email but like did this thing that like this guy did where I just sent her an email that i would be so embarrassed to like read it right now right where i am now but in the time it was like i couldn't not send it right and and you know maybe it's good maybe it's good for him to send out his feelings even if it's gonna fall on deaf ears i don't know well i mean i'm a big i'm a big believer in the write out everything you want in an email and then don't send it yet (laughs) i really am i really am it feels really good you get everything out and then you look at it the next day and you're like do i want to say a lot of this stuff maybe and write it to your own email address so you don't accidentally send it oh, to Oh, yeah. Her. I wait till like, the very end to put anyone's email address yeah. in there. Oh, I'm so nervous. I'm going to send an email off too soon. To, like, your manager yeah. by accident? Yeah. I've done that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you okay. So, let's go, let's go back a few years. So, you grew up in L.A. What the hell? Like, how do you date in this town? Like, who, like who's your first boyfriend? 
Uh, I mean, that's hard to say because, you know, I had boyfriends in, like, high school. I just feel like West Coast people grow up so much faster. Yeah. I know. I have cousins who live out here, and they're just like, oh, my gosh. They're like... And I know Where are you from? I'm from Rhode Island. Oh, okay. Puritan, New wow. England. Like, guilt. I, I had, like, decided I was okay losing my virginity probably around 17. And I was never, like... That's when I did. Okay. Well, I didn't lose it then, but that's when, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's when I wanted to. <laughs> that's when I got comfortable with see, the idea. <laughs> well, you see how it's so different where the guy, it's like, oh, no, no, I wanted to at that point. And then, you know, I that's just, so I, had, fun. I had no closing game until I was 19 okay. and change. But that's so not that bad. Into my sophomore year of college. Yeah. No, like, that's pretty bad. I don't think that's pretty bad. I think, I don't know. Is that pretty bad? I mean, I probably could have fallen on sex. Like a year, two years earlier, if I just me, no, I literally could have walked up to a girl in college. Come on, like at the and just been like, I would like to have sex with you. Yeah, that would have worked yeah. better than whatever it was I was doing, which was like, play it cool, Dave. Right, play it cool did not get me late. Whatever though, like it probably will more in your later years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, but so like what? So what? Like what? How does one even date in Los Angeles? I mean. Th- that's funny. I hear that a lot I, from like comics and stuff, especially because like almost no one's from here. So like, how do you, you do it? And that's like the hackiest premise, like dating stuff. Yeah, right. But I don't, I don't really know. I mean like, okay, like I had my, you know, I went to school here. I had my high school boyfriends. I had like two. And then after, you know, then I just like met people. Uh, I met someone in an acting class. I was with him for a while. <laughs> dating an actor, how'd that go? Yeah. Uh, well, we both weren't working, so it wasn't <laughs> really dating an actor. <laughs> but it was sweet. He was a good guy. I mean, I feel like there there are good people. You just have to yeah, find them. Yeah, yeah. Did you do any of the social, like, online dating? No, I never, never did. Never did Tinder or anything? No, I've never been on them. Have you been curious to do that? Curious, maybe, but like I don't know. Girls get a lot of that shit without it anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I definitely like, do don't want it's more. It's like so easy to just get guys to buy. No, it it's just <laughs> no, no, no. I just mean like you know. I mean, why why open myself up to to more stuff? Okay, so do you get as a you know, and like I hate to even as a as a comic who's also a woman. You know, you have to be very careful with these word choices these days. Why? Because it's like if I called you a female comic, it's like that is what I am. I am a female. Uh, you comic. know, I, but people. I mean, I get. Okay, I, you can put that aside as long as we're talking. Okay, cool. But I'm, I'm gonna not going to pretend you. I'm not a girl who does comedy. No, you because know what like I, mean? I get. I was doing a joke the other day. I wrote. A, I wrote a status. I, I tried not to vent much on Facebook because I. Uh, no one cares what I have to say. I mean, they really don't. It's a white straight male. Like, just really, it, I have to understand. Like, it just my opinion is gone. I but don't know if that's true. No, but I was doing a whole set, and um, the premise that I'm working on is um, my, my girlfriend's out of my league. You know. Oh, I remember I, that one. Yeah, I'm trying to write this thing about like all these jokes about that. And Wasn't that the one you you told her to go outside for when you were working it out at that mic? Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, you were like, you gotta leave. And I probably said <laughs> that, but she probably was just already outside. <laughs> she probably was. I I I don't I don't care, and she doesn't care. But I do turn it up a notch when she's not in the room. Okay. I do kind of play it up like you right. know you know the because I feel like I you, you got to sort of get into that feeling like when you're in a fight, even if you're not like that feeling of like you don't get how tough this is i have to deal with all these other dudes telling her how perfect things are and then i'm dealing with you know the you know like i said the instagram filters Mm -hmm. that that don't fix her flaws and like that's what that was kind of like the premise and like some and then the, the the chick host afterwards was like must be tough judging a you know another white male judging a woman and i was like no i'm the one who's subpar to her like i was like no 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 that has nothing to do with you but i also that has everything to do with people having issues with themselves well i also thought maybe it means the joke has more to it that defends from the accusation because it happened you know like you know like uh, like Jeremiah you know he's a nice, he's a great comic nice guy and you know he went up after me one time and was like making fun of me oh it must be nice dating them all like oh, okay maybe this needs to be part of the joke then to like prevent the, those feelings because you're missing the point I'm dealing with dudes all day long trying like like now she has to live like with her social media has to be validated by these strangers it's almost like when my dog if I pet my dog 
He's like, cool, I'm getting pet. If you pet my dog as a stranger, he's ecstatic about it. It's like if a stranger compliments you. For some reason, it's almost more valuable. Right. And that's kind of how I feel like people, we treat social media. Like these bozos are like, you know, got to like her photos or do this. Or like if her bookings are down, it's like she's like feels as if she's failing at just being what she is. And I'm like, and I'm the guy at the end of the day. And I don't, and I don't get it this deep you know with the, with the jokes because the jokes are like oh, i'm an idiot she's hotter blah, blah, blah. but like oh so maybe that's the vibe you're putting off i mean i would have to hear it but yeah i don't know maybe, and maybe no, it's but just like i had a joke no but like i I, ugh, I hate that when people like take it into this other direction that you didn't like i had this one joke about how being si- like i always hear that my married friends are exhausted they're always like oh marriage i'm like really being single is so much more exhausting like we have to put on makeup and put on you know get outfits together we have to go out and meet somebody and be charming and then what and then you sleep with them and you're wondering when they're going to text you back like that's exhausting yeah, exactly. it's not exhausting <laughs> to like go home and have the sex and have the sex with the person <laughs> <laughs> who's like waiting for you at home. that's exhausting like it's that kind of thing right and then someone of course the host went up after me and was like oh it's so hard to be a single young chick and i'm like i'm going to punch you in the <laughs> face but because you know what sucks for those for those listening is the host gets the last word so then you're off stage being like exactly i, mean, I can heckle you now i can be like eh, hey, fuck you and then but you're like, the bigger asshole yeah yeah that's and, not cool. and it's really yeah and so so what i came to like my resolution to this whole thing was like Oh, right. the host is just looking for the easiest, funniest line she can say after my set. And that's going to be something that continues to happen. Yeah. Every host that brings me up is going to be like, his hair. You know, or like, it's just <laughs> the e- like, I get what they're going to say. So maybe it's somewhere in the joke I defend myself. And maybe, you know, maybe that just adds content to it. And then it's like, well, you're not going to say that afterwards. Well, even like addressing it might help you. Like, what if, I mean, obviously I'd have to hear it. But what if you're, what if you like what if you like address what they're thinking real quick and be like oh how hard it is to date a model yeah it is fucking hard to date a model and then you further prove your point so that they can't say that anymore do you know what i mean yeah yeah no that's what i go yeah yeah, yeah, like like yeah you want to ride a ferrari but the maintenance fees will drain you you know what i mean right i'm the maintenance fees but um yeah yeah and like i mean it's just tough because you know it's it's something that's been genuinely like one of the one of the more like the daggers in my in my life right now is my relationship in dealing with dealing with like you know like there's so many issues with keeping each other happy that it's like you have to worry about someone else and ah I've never had to worry about someone else as someone who's super codependent that's horrifying to me because maybe I'm not the one maybe she's not maybe she's just not gonna have a good day maybe she's busy with work yet I'm offended because I think I've failed so that's on me to an extent but I'm also not a psychopath because I want to feel someone else's feelings you know what I mean right right, do you have that in your relationship where like can you you know differentiate if your boyfriend's having a bad day and it's not your fault or do you would you consider yourself codependent that's like a no no uh oh god codependent no i'm not dependent but i am very sensitive and i and i can and i do need i do need like uh reinforcement sometimes where i'm just like hey i just want to make sure you're okay are you sure you're okay and they'll be like yeah and then if i hopefully i mean if i'm with them i trust them yeah and then i'll be like all right i mean but I, I would hope that that the person I'm with, if they're ha- if something's wrong, they would tell me. Yeah. Because I'm like so there to help fix it. We we just got to a point recently, like an enlightenment with our relationship, where I think she trusts that if she if she does explain herself, that that I will find a place where we're both at fault and like meet her there. Yeah. Like if she like if she comes to explaining herself, we don't have to ruin the day. She can we can take a minute. She can say this is why I'm upset. And I'll go, oh, I thought you were whatever. And I'm, I'm super defensive with any sort of a fight because I don't want to cause her to be upset. So if she, like, you know, we're getting ready to go out today. She's running into a casting. I'm running to this podcast. And she's like, you know, we just had to order shit on Amazon. And she's like, babe, I've asked you like four times what you think of this outfit. And like my response is, honey, I just ordered the shit on Amazon. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm do- I did the other thing you asked me to do. And it's like, I'm ramping it up. But in my head, I'm just defending why I'm not a shitty boyfriend. Right, right, right. So it's important for me to be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. I was just doing, I have to like, 
remove myself from that situation. Yeah, and then, and then we're fine. And then hey, have a great whatever. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a really good point. Like I think the the more you can step out of it, like take yourself out of the situation, and just be like, okay, she reacted to something. Is that on her or is it something that I did? And, and like you said, you like meet you meet halfway. And it's like who really wants to? Who gives a shit? Who started it? I I no take so much more credit for helping finish things. Oh my like, god, me too. Because I mean, I, I, if if we're really going to be that proud, let's just be single. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, I could care less. I mean, there are times in principle I'd be like, babe, like I will. And don't get me wrong, in any fight, my I, in and out. Like I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not an expert on anything. But in any fight, I think both parties can admit faults somewhere. For sure. Even if the even if it, like clearly one person started the fight, like there has to be. You have to meet in the middle, and that doesn't mean you have to meet on the 50-yard line. It might be like, this is, you know, you just find something that you did wrong as a token of goodwill to the other person that you're willing to move forward. And, of course, there are instances on, like, like purely, like, you have to, the other person has to, like, know why you're upset. Like, if Tasha just knows why I'm upset, that's more important to me than her apologizing for whatever. You know, I don't want blanket yeah. apologies. Right. Do you... Have you had relationships like that where, like, just, I, I guess I would call them toxic, where you just, like, love each other or like each other a lot, but, fuck, you just can't get past a fight? Oh, yeah. For sure. And did you stay in the relationship for a while? Uh, For a while, because you keep thinking it's going to be the last fight. And there's something really uh, strangely intoxicating about what happens right after a fight when you resolve it. Yeah. It's, like, one of the best parts of the relationship because you're, like oh, we got past that and now it's great. Yeah. And then you're like totally obsessed with each other and everything until it happens again. But like right after that fight is resolved. It's an oxytocin thing. It's like you were like almost threatening each other's sort of survival yeah. in like a weird basic way. And then you're like, no, we're good. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, great. Yeah. And that could be fine too. I think like I, I look at my relationship and I go, all right, you know, and we're not, we're not like a makeup sex type of thing. We're not like, we don't get Oh my gosh, we're amazing afterwards. Like, I, I speak, you know, the fights affect me because I'm just a super emotional guy. But we, w there aren't as many peaks and valleys. It's really just like, and it might be a daily thing, but it's like, maybe, like, it's, we, we come out of that learning something. And if you don't learn something, then you're just going in circles. Like, right. like and I'll tell her, like, look, if we don't figure out why we're fighting, like, and there's been a few, I mean, there are some top th triggers that we've had that I think we went like literally two years without figuring out what they were. Oh, that's interesting. You're going to keep getting them. Right. But we've kind of like slugged it out. Yeah. Enough physically um, slugged <laughs> it out where, by the way, have you ever punched a guy? No. She, I, she need me in the balls once. Really? Um, she was trying to exit a doorway. So... I, f I sound like an abused like like wife where I'm like he didn't he just he drinks a little you have the hair of an abused wife <laughs> <laughs> I do I have abused wife 1970s abused wife hair I'm not the 1970s mechanic I'm 1970s mechanic's wife yeah tell your agent that uh, <laughs> you miscast me um, <laughs> anyway no uh, yeah so like I, I feel like she high need me but I was also like stopping her from leaving the bathroom. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I looked at it like, you know what? I guess I guess I'm sort of guilty. I've definitely she, wanted to, but I was I wasn't ballsy enough to do it. She does not with her like it's so it's so interesting cuz um my 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 intuition is to like follow someone if they're walking away and like prove my point. So wrong. And it's just another example like no, sometimes No, I think I'm like that too though. See, so maybe well because there's, I always say there's counterdependence and codependence, and it doesn't mean you're dependent on them. You're just depend. It's a, it's a strong word to use. Dependency. That is a really but strong word. But it's yeah. really like you're either somewhere on the spectrum or you're both fifty-fifty. So someone who's strongly codependent might do well with someone who's strongly counterdependent, because it's like you can't have, you can't have two counterdependents. Does that Can mean independent? Um, independence can be different. Like okay. you can be independent, but in certain situations, codependent on somebody. So it's kind of complicated, but like in a relationship, um, so you have an older brother. So I would say I would, I, I would never, 
expertly judge you, but I would probably put you in the codependent, as also by being a stand-up comedian, rather than counter-dependent. Well, okay, so what do you mean by counter-dependent? Counter-dependent, um, like I can Google it if you want, so you can have like specific... Well, you so, can tell me just what you mean okay, by Okay, so it. counter-dependent is, is someone who... Uh, it, it can run in line with like an introvert okay. like they need a lot they need like their alone time to solve things so like if you look at someone who's an introvert they gain their energy by being alone whereas an extrovert gains their energy by being with others I feel like I can fit into both of those spectrums sometimes uh, sometimes I like to be alone in a crowded place right. like I like like cre- be creating like I want to write somewhere I want to be at a busy Starbucks I want to not know who you are but I want to be staring out there in the abyss so counterdependence, um, a lot of times as they were growing up, are told no a lot from their parents. They weren't allowed to do much. So they have a hard time taking orders from people. Um, typically, from the research I've done, it's the oldest daughter is, is, has the highest like, chance of being counterdependent. It's so, like my sister, she was a year older than me. She was like, she's like super counterdependent. My mom to this day can't like help, like, teach her anything you can't teach it's hard to teach a counterdependent something because they don't want to be told what to do so in my relationship i have to not be a teacher but just be like a sidekick to her right which is very hard to do when you know i've grown up my whole my whole adult life pretty much being single being like i know how to do these things well so does she like we just i feel like i feel like i probably I mean, not to like make this all about me, but I think I, I, I have an, I have an issue. I have an issue being told what to do. I never liked authority. Like I left school when I was 16. Really? Yeah. I was a really bad kid. I did mean, not gra- like in trouble, but what? yeah, I took that test. GED? Yep. No shit. Yeah. Cause I just couldn't handle it. Like I was, I was nice. I was polite. I never, but I like wouldn't go to class. How about and I from just your parents? Can you, do you have authority issues? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they don't really try anymore. I mean, <laughs> like I'm 25. So did they go, did the authority issues go away when you stopped living with them? Uh, yeah, I still don't like being told what to do. And, parents it, and I'm that way. Yeah. Especially like, well, Jewish parents. As long as parents. you're under my house. This yeah. My orders. It's right. Like, well, but my I'm mom's not. like a Jewish mom and she's like, are you doing all this stuff? And I just like won't answer her text if she sends Interesting. me that. So like when, a, if a boyfriend ever tells me what to do. I, I have this allergic reaction to it. I get really, <laughs> not that I'm not willing to bend, but don't tell me what to do. Be like, hey, by the way, which which is what I do to them. I'm like, hey, by the way, what I'm not telling you to change. I just want you to know that when you do that, it does this to me. Yeah. So so that's just a heads up. Like, I want you to know that. And I've done that. I, I've, I've done it. I did it recently, like in the last like week. Like, hey, when you do that. Well, your mom, was your mom? No, in with my boyfriend situation oh with your boyfriend situation mm-hmm. so was he trying to just like you know give you his expert info on something and you know like he just like likes he he likes being quiet and um and i and then i make and when when he's quiet it makes me paranoid i'm like wait what did what's wrong did i do something like that yeah. and i'm like look i'm not yeah, telling you're, you you're with me on that yeah I'm like, Absolutely. yeah yeah for sure i'm like okay i'm not telling you not to be quiet that's insane you like, can have like a full conversation without the other person saying anything right <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's what it is it's like no no no. Okay, fine if you don't want to talk i'll talk it out for you right and it's like that's not right and i'll ask questions <laughs> and, I'll, and i'll be like okay are you feeling that yes or no Blink. Well, look, do I'm something. not trying to label you because I I do believe that you can that you can be counter and co like you can like like go in and out. It's a silly term, but it's a yin yang thing. It's like every relationship. Like Jeez, y- Dave, you have motorcycle parts. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't even know if you guys can hear this, but I always pick the busiest street <laughs> in West Hollywood. There's a loud motorcycle fart. Um, you, we have the ability to blend into our situations. So I have the ability to be an Indian and not a chief. Mm. I don't know if that's politically correct anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like, oh, there's too many chefs in the kitchen. All right, fine. I'll be the busboy. Like right. I like that's a that's like a group like sport thing right. I get from group sports. Interesting. And I feel like my girlfriend sometimes it's like she's playing tennis by herself right. against a wall. Right. And you just stay out of the way because she knows what she's doing. And I have to let her like do things that she knows how to do. And maybe she'll ask me for help and maybe she won't. And that's like cool too. I mean, it's like, I've learned a lot about acceptance. Like she's done very well for herself by herself. She doesn't need me. And that what I've learned in this relationship, it's like, she yeah like even though i do believe we're like meant for each other at least in like our current state she will be fine without me it's her and the dog they'll be fine 
they're fine without her parents. Like, you know, they're hmm. fine without me. And that's a place, as a codependent, it's hard because I like to jockey for some sort of ownership where, like, I want to provide, and this is this where it sounds like psychotic, but it's like, as a guy, you want to provide almost, it's sort of in a control way, but it's out of kindness. You want to provide for the other person so that somebody needs you. I don't think that's crazy. I think but that's it, nature. But it, become, it, be, it can quickly become manipulative. But it is nature. It's like, I want to provide so that I, otherwise, why am I Especially here? as a guy. Yeah. That's your role. That's, I mean, as far as nature goes. And I've learned like that my do. providing is more of a camaraderie than like providing, you know what I mean? Like I don't think that's psycho. I think that's normal. <laughs> I think that's very normal. Okay, good. And like for, for me, like as a girl, I like being protected and I like feeling safe. That's why I'm always like, are you okay? Are you, you know, are yeah. you mad? Tell me. And that's probably what one of the most common things women want is to feel safe. Cause it's like, yeah, who doesn't? I mean, for, but sure. for guys it's different. Cause we're not actively like being hit on. We're not dealing with the shit that women, I can't, I can't imagine. Like, I just can't imagine. Um, I had a show last Saturday, and I was I was putting away some equipment, and one of the, and like I come back and Tasha's like, one of the comics just hit on me, and I was like, I was like, oh cool, he probably didn't know, even though she was there watching the show, I wasn't sitting next to her, so I was like, yeah, I get it. I mean, there's certain girls that's like, you'd be an idiot not to hit on. Well, it's you know? cool that you didn't like get mad or something. No, and I was like, I, I mean, was what do you expect? You have like a beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, she's who's like, hanging around comics. Yeah, I mean, like and it's I, gonna. And she's happen. literally waiting by the door of the club as I'm like loading up the car. Like, right, totally fine. Right. I was surprised that the guy was actually so forward with her because comics. I mean, and especially our generation, we're just pieces of shit. We're like, hey, we're so vague. The guy was like, are you single? I'd love to take you out. Yeah. She's like, no. I I'm, feel I'm like dating one of the comics. <laughs> and the guy probably felt like, oh fuck, jeez. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure he's su- been like super because li- he's a younger comic, and I'm sure he's like, oh fuck, like I'm, I look like such an asshole. Whoever this dude is, and I'm sure it didn't take him much info. There's only five of us on the show. I feel that's funny. I feel like I feel like uh, guys, especially younger guys these days, are like um, they hit on girls like spaghetti against a wall. They just throw shit at like a bunch of girls and yeah. then see if like anything comes. That's back. why I didn't get late because I would try every night. I was like, uh, you ever see Pinky in the Brain? Yeah. It was like, what are we going to do tonight? I don't know. Try to get laid. Like, that was it. Right. And then every night it was a new game plan with a new girl. Yeah. And then finally I was like, oh, maybe I should actually spend a few days getting to, I mean, you know, maybe like what, you know, as a as an 18 year old dude, even though I can decide right away if I want to have sex with a girl, maybe she needs a little bit more than that. And sometimes not. But in my case, I learned that after about a year and a half of just, hey, how about her? No? How about her? And I'm just like, I'm a yeah, fucking I mean, dog think, chasing a ball but, right now. But I think, again, that's nature. I think for both guys and girls. I think girls go through that too a little bit. Where yeah. they're just like, guys! You know? Did and you have that stage? Uh, Yeah. I'd say so, yeah. And then did you get out of it? Or is it something that can come, come and go? I mean, I'm also not a big sleep around person. So, I mean, just like my personality. Like, I prefer... Not that I need a boyfriend all the time. But yeah. I like connections like, with what people. Do you need to, what do you need... What's the sort of checklist you need to like know that you would sleep with a guy, like just, a specific just guy? Just sleep with him. Uh, I mean, that's a good question. Dudes are like getting their pens and papers. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's interesting because it's like like almost like this dude, and maybe we can wrap up with this. Almost like this dude. Um, oh yeah, we didn't finish his email. Uh, we didn't even finish his email. I mean, there. I think there are like two more sentences. Um, uh, he. You know, could have known maybe this maybe this girl needed something that he didn't provide initially, and then yeah, I mean, there are fire. so many moving parts in that. Like, I don't know what their history is, how long. I don't know what she's told him. I don't know if she's dating anybody else. Like, there are a lot of things. All right, I'll wrap up his email. You're str- This is a. Um, there were lots of okay. Uh, I love my life. If I need your help, I'll just ask, and then I'll go do a yoga class. Ha ha. You're a strong girl, Becky. That's what I like the most. You have enough strength to even help me out of issues and you talk with me. We both have an idea what we want to get in life. We just need to keep talking and we will get there together. I know it has to be uh, I know it has to be in art too. Media PR putting together people who love art and music, movies. Just some ideas that I need to share before my golf game. I'll text you when I'm done. Happy 4th of July, Becky. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, wait, Becky responded? No, no, no. That was him saying it to her. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So oh, okay. He was just sh- throwing ideas out. I'm also going to just point out that he didn't s- ask or say what he wanted in that email at all. 
Yeah, dude. He was just saying what he felt. Okay, so let's compose an email to him. Uh, Becky, comma. Is her uh, name Becky now? We changed yeah, it like we change five it? times. Yeah, well, that's, uh, Becky's my standard white girl. I don't know if she's white. Okay. All right, Becky. Um, wait, wait, like just. We've wait, been, you get, we've you been three sentences, right? Fuck. Let's, like, let's I'm going to want to change like, it as soon as I say it. But something, something along the lines of, um, obviously, you know, I think you're great. Um, and, and, uh, and, uh, maybe like, I really, I, li- I really love the time we spend together, but at this point I kind of need to know if you feel the same way. Otherwise I need to, um, otherwise I'm going to adjust. I hope uh, we're friends either way. Just say that even if you don't mean it. Yeah. Because like, you don't, cause you don't want, you don't want no hard feelings. Number one. And then number two, she feels less pressure to make a decision or whatever but he didn't ask anything in that he didn't say he didn't there was no point really it was to enough that. for her to defer no decisions. i wouldn't an- i mean to be honest i wouldn't answer that email yeah. if i got it interesting i wouldn't but what is he even he's not there's nothing in there that needs a response yeah you need like a topic sentence and you need to hit it hard that's like a comic needs a strong premise yeah i mean dude line. just say what you want just say it just yeah just like say it. i i want and you know what i did with mine with mine it was like look yeah, yeah, we're okay. Yeah, we're good friends. G- that's great. But what if, what if there's more? Like, what if there's traveling and, and like seeing the world and like you know, it sounds cheesy, but like, what if there's all of that? What what if there's that whole spectrum of life that can be spent by breaking out of this comfort that we have? Um, it's put me in severe debt. <laughs> 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 no, but you know what I mean. And 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 I can I can attest that for me, it's like a lot a lot. I've I've got to know. I've I've made a new family. You know, I made a new family, and and so so listen, buddy, uh, if you're out there, or for anyone else who's um who's up uh, who's uh written such vague emails, you know, maybe um. And I didn't mean to be harsh. I just the I best place to be harsh. It's the yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be an asshole. I just know as a as a as a as a girl, th- those are you want to stand out. You want to be different. That's an email that probably hundreds of guys would send. We need guys to shoot their emails through us. We should be proofreading these emails. Shit. Wouldn't should. that be a great thing that we do? Oh, my God. I'll totally help you. I've always said this. I've always wanted to make an app where before you text a girl, it has to go through, like, a percentage of your friends. That's fine. So, like, it, it, like it, your friends, it's a yes or no, and then it could be like, all right, six out of the eight of your friends said it's okay. Yeah. But if it's, like, it, you know, some like this, which would come off th- the wrong way... This would get shot down by all of his friends. Yep. They'd be like, no, 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 no. We need to rework this. And yeah. Like, okay, back to the yeah. Yeah, and phase. it was it was and it was like eight hundred percent too long. <laughs> For real. Okay, eight hundred percent too long. Tell her how you feel, um, and say, look. Tell her you how you know, feel, but you're but in a way that like I'm gonna be cool either way. I just want to know you. That's how it has to be. Yeah. It has to be that way. I mean, and and but I I agree with the honesty thing. Like it has to be honest. But there's there that had a. That had an "I need you" vibe to it, and it's going to be tough for him to to edit to edit this because it's been sent. Uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I feel like I don't know. Jeez, at this point, I feel like I would st- I would personally step away. No, I wouldn't do anything. Just step just step away, and in, in in the end, you know, to quote Lace from season eleven of The Bachelorette, um, or is it The Bachelor? Anyway, um, you got to work on yourself. Get better at being yourself, and as when you have more value and stock in yourself and in your career and your creativity and all the things that you're doing with yourself, you won't have so much pressure on her response. Or uh, her I think approval. that's a really good point. Like I tell, I tell, I have some people in my life who are always like, I want to meet somebody and blah, 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 but they hate themselves and they're completely <laughs> unhappy with themselves and not to sound like super new agey. I mean, you did. So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I am kind of like a hippie in that way where I really feel like if you're happy, like someone can only love you as much as you really love yourself, like truly love yourself. Absolutely. And so if you're happy with what's going on, there's no way people can ignore that. There's no way. You don't want to attract the desperate version of yourself either. Like right. You don't want to attract the wrong. Exactly. Like, so get your shit together. Yeah. Get your stock high. And then you'll be more valuable. Yeah, I mean, it's even true with comedy, too. Like, we're attracted to the comics who love their material. Yeah. Right? Who, like, love telling the jokes. And then all of a sudden, we're like, ugh, even if it's not that great you're of a so, joke. You're so right. And I struggle with that, where I'm like, do I even believe what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Versus yeah. Versus those nights where you have such supreme confidence, you just throw out, you know, crowd work that's gold. And you're like, oh, shit. Right. Your own. Okay, so ownership. 
Yeah. So take ownership. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess that's gonna be the theme of the podcast: take ownership. And um, anything you want to promote? We got to get. We're at the end of this. Oh, we're over an hour. Can oh you wow. That? Um, any? Uh, I, actually, I want to be on your show coming up. Yes. August seventh. Yes, August seventh. Right, seventh. Yeah. Good All right. memory. Yeah. Um, at the there's West some side. West Coast people who listen. Come August seventh to West Side. Zara puts on an amazing show. Are you co-hosting with somebody? Um, no. Or is it just you now? Oh, it's well. Um, there's a promoter for it. His name's Terry Simpson, but um, oh, no. I book it. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. And um, any other? Where can people find you social media wise? Um, on Instagram, I'm at Zara Mizrahi. It's definitely add me there. I'm about to take a picture of us with our headphones Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna post that. And people uh, listening, check this girl out. She's hilarious. Um, this is a long time coming, and I'm so glad you're on. Come back onto the show. Keep me updated on how things are going. I'll for sure let you know what happens with this dude. Yeah, this please. No, and for real, like, I'm happy to come back anytime, and we can seriously just go over. If people want to, like, send you letters, yeah. it's kind of, like, an Listen, interesting people, thing for me. My email is daveneal5 at gmail, right? Send me letters if you're drafting up any proposals to women or vice versa or have any questions. There's some girls that listen, and they're like, you know, I give my honest male opinion, which isn't always like the bravado, like, oh, it's like, no, we're vulnerable pieces of shit, too. Like, we're right. just as we were looking for love, too. So send those emails in. Um, follow Zara and myself online. And um, also, oh, I want to mention this. So for those listening, you know, we get we get, I don't know, right now, like 5000 downloads a month. That's awesome. Um, 80% of those people aren't subscribed. So people hit the subscribe button. It makes a big difference for advertisers and, uh, and we have a big one coming. So I'm excited for that, but I need to show them our loyalty. So I know you guys are listening. I know you're out there. I know they're in like 50 different countries. It's amazing when you can see where people are listening. We end up doing Shanghai in Egypt. And I'm like, this is fucking cool. Dude, subscribe. You got to Yeah, subscribe. It's right literally up. one click. What's the difference? One click, rate, review on iTunes. Um, oh, and we just got put on SoundCloud this week, which I'm super excited for because like our, my friends, like the Guys We Fucked podcast and all these other podcasts, they have gigantic SoundCloud followings and they can literally fill theaters basically just talking about their sex life. That's awesome. So we're doing that. Um, so th- so uh, share it with your friends. I appreciate that. And um, come check out Zara and myself August 7th at Westside Theater. Thanks so much for being on and sharing a little bit about Thanks yourself. Thanks so much for having me, finally. All right. Well, until next time, thank you guys for listening. Bye.